Damn that cold! I'm a maniac, maniac on the floor, and I'm dancing like I've never danced before. <laughs> Did you eat a lot of paint chips when you were a kid? <laughs> Bronson is a British biopic released in 2008 and directed by Nicholas Vinding Refn. Bronson tells the story of Charlie Bronson, England's most violent prison inmate. The movie is available on Prime Video. Please go out of your way to watch the movie before joining us for the discussion portion of the show. Spoiler alerts are ahead. Born Michael Peterson to a nice family with a decent upbringing, Michael is sentenced to seven years in jail for robbery. Due to his extreme violence inside prison, Michael is sent to a mental hospital. Heavily sedated with meds he refuses, he realizes that he needs to get out of the mental hospital. His idea is to kill a pedophile so he can be sent back to jail for murder. He is unsuccessful, but is instead transferred to a different area. At a different mental hospital, Michael escapes to a rooftop where he starts a protest. He is responsible for large amounts of money and damages where he is declared sane and is somehow released. Released from prison, he is reunited with an old prison inmate who promises him a lot of money to become a bare-knuckle fighter on the condition that he changes his name. His new name? Charlie Bronson. Bronson begins a relationship with Allison. He robs a jewelry store and steals an engagement ring. He proposes to her, but she declines. After only 69 days of freedom, Bronson is back in jail after police catch him shortly after robbing the jewelry store. After a series of incidents, which includes keeping a librarian hostage and multiple bras with the prison guards, Bronson begins to show promise of being a decent prisoner by taking an interest in art. However, enraged when he finds out that the art room will be closing down, he attacks and holds his art teacher hostage. Bronson calls for the guards to break in and take the art teacher. He welcomes the guards to another brawl. The film ends with Bronson beaten and sent to solitary confinement. It is also shown that Bronson was never released from prison. You know, I remember watching Inception and saying, this actor that plays memes, I need to watch more of this shit. Hmm. I was very impressed with him. And I said, I'm going to go out and watch more. And then I stumbled upon this fucking movie, Bronson. Holy hmm. shit. What a performance. And Tom Hardy. Everybody loves Tom Hardy, man. Yeah. He is a fucking brilliant actor. Uh, however, I don't think people have seen what is, in my opinion, his best performance. And this is the whole reason why we're going to give him his fucking flowers for this one. So without further ado, let's get started. So welcome, everybody, to episode number 16. Sweet 16, brother? Yeah, sweet 16. Holy shit. Episode number 16 of Beer in a Movie with the We Side Boys. We're your host, fantastic as always. I'm Tiki the Dominator. And I'm Danny. Bronson, brother. What are your uh, impressions of this before going not too far ahead, but just off the bat? What, what do you think? Because uh, this was a movie I recommended. Yes. I have had this movie on my radar for quite some time. You know, like most of the movies I'm going to talk about on this podcast. Uh, I have been putting it off. And then when you're like, hey, let's do Bronson. I was like, all right. So another movie I can knock off my list finally. So yeah. I, I guess this podcast is really good because it's finally forcing me to watch movies <laughs> that I refuse to watch for whatever reason, subconsciously. But yeah. Um, hey, man, it, if it wasn't for this podcast, I'd never watch Samurai Cop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is it good or bad, right? But uh, no, this one looked interesting. That's why it's been on my list. So most of the times when I'm saying like, oh, have this been on my list for a long time, it's because I find it interesting in some way. Yeah. So yes, I'm glad yeah, I, and I we gotta, watched it. Yep. And we got to hit up the biopics, mm -hmm. right? So how better than to start with Tom Hardy, man. Everybody fucking loves Tom Hardy, just like I said earlier. Yeah. And we're going to get right into it, dive into the plot, do all that good shit. But y'all should know by now that this discussion did not start without opening up some beers. So, brother, I've been feeding all week for a beer. Let them know what we got tonight. 
Well, tonight we're not drinking a beer, right? Hey, there we go. Uh, we were originally going to do Newcastle, right? But we thought yep. that was a bit pedestrian, right? Yeah. Uh, who hasn't had a Newcastle? Right. So I recommended to you that, hey, you know, the the British like to drink a lot of ciders. Yep. So you went ahead and you picked up a cherry cider from the Humboldt Cider Company. And I'm going to pour it into a, a mug right now. And I'll get into this mug real quick. But I'm going to fucking pour it in. Ooh, I will say, you know, I'm not a huge fan of ciders. My one friend, before he started drinking beer, he he only drank ciders. But, uh, you know, they're they're not bad. They're just not my cup of tea usually. So, yeah. Hey, was that a pun there, dude? Mm. British, <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, man, let's uh, let's get a squig right here. Because mm-hmm. I'll be honest too, I'm not big uh, on ciders as well. Yes. But uh, let's let's get a squig for the Goodman right here, brother, so we can give it a rank. Ooh, it's uh, it's definitely very cidery. Oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of cider, kind of reminds me of like an in between of like wine. Yeah. And like uh, oh yeah. Wine cooler, like if that makes any sense. I don't oh, know. It does, bro. Definitely with the with the wine, definitely. Yeah. For sure. As I take another swig here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. It's like drinking a wine. Um, not too bad. Yeah. Uh like again, I'm not really big on ciders and shit, but uh-huh. uh if you're ready for Ricky, brother, go ahead. But we gotta give that shout out, brother. Okay. And it's uh it's also that time for that segment. Story time with Tiki. Let's fucking mm. do this, man. Okay, let's do it. So shout out of the fucking week goes to a good friend of close to ten years, I believe. Holy shit, it was my old coworker, Sita Rodriguez. Sita, bottoms up to you. Much love to you. Cheers. Mm-hmm. Cheers. As I take another swig, thank you so much. She's been listening to us all um uh f- from very early on bro yeah and yeah and uh she got she got a good kick out of the the gone girl episode with the wendy story oh uh, yeah, yeah yeah and uh we actually caught up uh not too long ago and i remember i messaged her she she was actually dude i told her she was living the dream mm-hmm. right she was out traveling she was way the fuck out in switzerland Jeez. at the time yeah switzerland is in my bucket list mm-hmm. right so i remember i messaged her because Fuck, dude, those those uh, Switzerland, man, the views there look like a painting, man. Yeah, I would definitely like to go there. Yeah, it looks fucking beautiful. So I remember I messaged her and I said, I said, hey, man, you're living the dream, like safe travels, you know? And then I was like, bring me a souvenir. I'll give you a shout on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and she said, hell yeah. So she gave me, she, when she came back, she gave me this uh, this mug that I'm that I poured this cider into. Uh-huh. It's from Austria. Ooh, nice. Yeah, yeah, because she traveled all the way. She was in Switzerland, France, Italy, Austria, Germany. Uh-huh. All that that whole tour, you know? Yeah, yeah. Fucking looked beautiful, man. Mm. It was fucking awesome. Oh, I bet. And she gave me this mug from Austria. And a nice little tidbit she told me was that uh, where she got the mug in Austria is the same place where The Sound of Music oh, was okay. actually was uh, recorded. Okay. So nice little fucking tidbit there. Thank you so much, Sita. This is fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. And uh, there's your proper shout out. And here's my my little story is uh, when we used to work together, um, she's one of the friends I had that I always uh, let borrow movies. Mm-hmm. And we talk about movies and shit. One of the movies I let her borrow was The Room. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. That was a she... good one, right? <laughs> well, it's so bad it's good, right, dude? Yeah, you, got, you just got to say, here's a cinematic masterpiece. Yeah. And give him the room. Right? Yeah, so I, I told her it was a dog shit of a movie. But I remember when she gave me back the movie, she said, don't be a chicken. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, if you guys haven't seen The Room, fuck. Either we're probably going to review it, bro. Who knows? Yeah, you know, I need to watch it again because I haven't seen it in over 10 years yeah. at this point. So, so just know this. Anybody listening to this shit, all right? You, you listening. Yes, you. I'm. I'm speaking directly to you listening to this. You can act better than the lead in that fucking movie. Well, I don't know about that. Yes. Tommy Wiseau is one of the worst fucking actors I've ever fucking seen. And it's so bad, it's comical, and that's what makes it fucking great. So that's uh, that's really difficult to do, man. To be so fucking bad, it's awesome. You know? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, he's still making movies, right? What's that one I showed you recently? God, with a shark? What yeah. was it? So, dude, I thought it was like another dog shit char- Sharknado movie, but it yeah. wasn't. It, well, what's it called? I don't remember. I don't remember either. 
Whoa. But I, I saw the trailer you sent me, dude, and I was like, mm. this is fucking awful. Mm -hmm. Hey, but if if you want to listen, or excuse me, if you want to laugh, if you, really, <laughs> you want to see a fucking horrible trailer, check out the trailer for The House That Spills Blood on Alex. <laughs> it's fucking horrible. Thank me later for your good laugh, okay? <laughs> so yeah, I let her borrow the room. Yeah, she didn't like it. I don't blame her. But it's definitely one that people need to go out and watch. Okay. And who knows, maybe in the future, we're going to review it, brother. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure it is. So, Sita, thank you again so very fucking much for this fucking awesome mug. I will cherish this to the end. So, cheers to you, my friend. Cheers. Mwah. Cheers. Mm. Nice little swag. Let's rank this uh, this cider, brother. Okay. I'll go first this time, right? Because yeah. I feel like I've been deferring to you too much. Um. So, as I mentioned before, I'm not a big cider fan, but this one isn't terrible. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, I have a bias, so I'm going to go ahead and give this one a 2.5 out of 5. Okay. In the middle of the road. Uh, I know it sounds like a F rating for most of you, but as I said, most ciders I'd probably rank like a 0. 0.5. Yeah. Uh, so, this one is you know a little bit higher than the rest. It's not mm -hmm. bad. It. If you like wine, you'll like this. If you like ciders, I'm sure you'll like it. It's it's very smooth. Yeah. Um, it, it does have a kick. It's a seven percent beer. Yeah, and cider. I was gonna bring that up also. Is is it doesn't really hit you as a seven percent. Mm -hmm. It feels like a more like a four percent, like a like a harps. I think is the name of like the mainstream uh, British cider. I could be wrong on that, but um, yeah, this one's pretty good. So cheers to Humboldt Cider Company. All right. So here's my ranking. I think it's okay. Uh, I will probably never buy this ever again. Yeah, I am not a cider fan. Uh, this is actually pretty good, but again, eh, meh, mid two <laughs> stars out of five for me, man. Gotcha. Yeah, but uh, we have no choice. We have we each have another one to drink. <laughs> I drink worse. Yeah, I know, right? At yeah. least this isn't still reserved. Oh yeah. God. Shit. I'm gonna pour the rest of it into my mug. <laughs> what What definitely helps is. Is the mug I'm drinking it out of. I love it. I love the mug that much. Yeah. It's fucking great. It's a nice mug. All right. One more swig right here, and then we'll get into our review of Bronson. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Another swig for the good men. All right. So let's get into it, brother. Bronson. Yes. Like I mentioned many times already, everybody loves Tom Hardy. Mm-hmm. Brilliant fucking actor. It was about time we started uh, doing some movies with, with him, and he's one of my favorites. Okay. All right. Uh, you said you haven't seen this before, right? So no, it's been on my radar, but I haven't seen it until the, gotcha. this podcast. So yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna get into my introduction to this movie. Okay. So I did mention earlier that I watched I watched Tom Hardy in Inception. Mm -hmm. That was the first time I ever saw him. Mm -hmm. He was actually my favorite character, at least one of my favorite characters in that movie. And I said, "Fuck, I need to watch more." So I stumbled upon like a bunch of his movies, man. Okay. And Netflix used to have. Uh, uh, Bronson, and I went out of my way and checked this out. Didn't really know. I didn't know who Charlie Bronson was. Didn't know uh -huh. shit about it. Mm -hmm. And fuck, I was blown away, man. I was like, holy shit, dude! Like, like this, this he's so intense in this fucking movie. Uh huh. You know, and then just like the beginning too is like he's just fucking staring a hole through you. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I think he definitely captures that. Yeah, and the thing is, like, uh, usually, like, we'll bring up like the characters uh -huh. in, in this in movies and shit, but like he anchors this fucking movie, so it's basically him. Yeah, yeah. You know, there are other characters, but they're really not really important. Uh huh. So the only character we can really think of really is is Tom Hardy, mm -hmm. and and then I'll also say this is like as he's telling the 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 story of this movie. It's like he's talking to the audience, yes. like an audience, right? He's like on stage. Yep. Yeah, and so it's like it's like we're part of the audience watching uh -huh. all this shit unfold, right? And so to the plot, it's basically just his it's his life story of how he was before going to jail, after jail, and all that shit in between. Uh huh. Right. So let's get into the intro, brother. Mm -hmm. Like I already mentioned, he has a theater with audience, and he's in jail. Yes. Right. He's confined. He's just fucking walking around. You see that, like, mentally, he's all fucked up because he's in this little fucking, like, he's trapped in this little cell. Yeah. He's shadow boxing. He's doing push-ups. He's mm -hmm. naked, bro. Yeah. Fucking bloodied everywhere. Uh-huh. Fucking, you see guards coming in. He's just brawling with them. Yep. So off the bat, you already know this motherfucker means business. <laughs> he's afraid of nobody. 
Yeah. Well, I also like how when he starts off too, he says like, I wasn't a bad kid. Mm-hmm. I had my principles and stuff like that. Um, but I also want to say that I think it's interesting how they start the movie when he's like on the stage, like mm-hmm. you say. I feel like they do that to kind of, you know, mesh what he's saying about himself and like telling the story. And I think that's a really good way of doing it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love it, man. And the thing with uh with his introduction too is that uh while he's like he's being like getting fucked up and, uh-huh. and he's smiling, dude. Yeah, he's always smiling. Yeah. yeah. Even when he's a kid, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like right off the bat you already know man this motherfucker's gone through a lot mm. yeah mentally he's not all fucking there man he's just like i mean i don't have any experience in jail you know but if i'm trapped in one fucking in solitary confinement dude, it's gonna fuck with me mentally i'm pretty sure yeah. of that mm-hmm. and like you mentioned before brother like he he says that he had a pretty good upbringing like yeah. is his, you know he wasn't a uh like like his parents were good people. Yeah, he wasn't abused or anything yeah, like that. Yeah, nothing. It's just he liked getting into trouble. Yeah. And then you see him, dude. He's like in school. He's fucking up his teacher. Yeah. Throwing the fucking table at uh-huh. him. Yep. He's getting in fights. Mm-hmm. Fucking showing like no mercy, man. Yeah. Right. And then it goes off by saying that his real name is Michael Peterson. Yes. Right. And now he's a little older. He's working at a uh, like he's like working with potatoes at like a deli or something. Yeah, I was like gonna say that, like right? a bakery or your deli, right? You're yeah, right. something like that. And then you see that he's like infatuated with this woman. Mm-hmm. I believe her name was Irene. She's not really important. Yeah. Uh, in 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 the movie, um, but you see them that they're they kind of together and they steal money together, mm-hmm. and that's where he's like first arrested. Yes. Yeah, you know, but it's not like nothing too serious, you know, because well, it's like I, I want to say like they make it seem like it's first offense. Yeah, and you know, I was gonna say I thought that was gonna be what lands him in jail because when the cops yeah. come to get him, he starts like fighting the cops, yeah. and biting one's ear off, dude. Yeah. So I was like, I'm pretty sure that'd be enough to land you in jail, but I guess not, right? Yeah, and then they fast forward and see you're 1974. Uh huh. He's uh, do they make it seem that she's that they're married? Well, yeah, they do, because he says, he's like, yeah, I married her, and we had a kid. Yeah. So they were- Yeah, you see her holding the kid while he's making the fucking gun. You see that? Yeah. He makes, like, a handmade gun. Yeah, because he makes it a point. He's like, uh, I was doing pretty good for myself, right? But Mm -hmm. nobody ever writes, like, great stories about pretty good. Yeah. So, because he wanted something greater. He says, like, I was born for greatness. Dude, the narration in this is fucking fantastic, bro. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. I I just like how he doesn't, uh, he doesn't, like- sugarcoat anything dude yeah he's got that intense stare to you when he talks dude to you. Yeah. i know it's fucking intense man mm-hmm. like if you're listening to this please watch the fucking movie mm-hmm. if you're a fan of tom hardy and you haven't watched it what are you waiting for yeah. this is this is like the movie you have to see if you're a big fan of him all right so let's get back to it brother he ends up robbing a post office yep and this is what really lands him in jail seven years for this shit yes all right and then when he goes into the jail he cries yeah, I do remember right? that, yes. So he, he fucking cries, and then it goes into this, like, he's on stage again, but he's like, I don't want to say a clown, dude, because he's got this, like, he's got the paint on, he's got a nice fucking suit, it's like it's like a villain. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. You know, like, uh-huh. yeah, and then, like, it's like another side of his already fucked up alter ego, uh-huh. right? And I just, I every, every time the alter ego is on there... It's fucking like magic, dude. It's fucking great. Like yeah. I wanted to see more of this shit. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So seven years and what what uh Bronson, well, at this point he's still Michael Peters. Mm-hmm. Uh what he makes it seem is that jail is a hotel room. Yeah. Yeah. Like he he what pretty much he's saying he's somewhat comfortable here. Yeah. He finds jail as a place where he can he can hone his skills, is what he says. Yes. All right. So you already know that if, if you're comfortable in jail, man, you're kind of, like in some way, in some way, a lost cause. Yeah, because I mean, he says because he kind of opens it by saying that I'm not going to say prison was an easy place, but yeah, he that's kind of where when he goes to prison, he, he finds his calling, right? Because he always yeah. says, I'm going to be something special. And that's where he finds out that he wants to be the worst prisoner right yeah that's where his calling is it's like hey man if i went to jail man i'm not calling it a hotel yeah you know what i mean yeah yeah, i'm not i'm calling it hell Mm -hmm. i don't i want no part of it ever Mm -hmm. you know so they go to a scene where 
he's like in this class with all these other inmates in a sewing machine. Oh yeah. Like they're like, uh, cause like they want him to use the sewing machine so that he can get some skills. Yeah. Vocational. When, yeah. yeah. When he gets released, maybe he can go get a job, mm-hmm. uh, using this. And he straight up says, fuck off. I don't yeah. want to do it. <laughs> right. Uh, dude. He, he just says like, fuck off cunt or mm-hmm. something like that. You yeah. know? Yeah. And so the guy fucking takes off, brings in the guards. Mm-hmm. And they tell him what's the problem here. And he goes, There's no problem. And then he fucking fights them all, dude. Yeah, he just takes them on, gets his ass beat. Yeah. And then the thing is, like, the fighting, the brawling with the guards, man, gets him like this, like, uh, this, like, reputation where, like, the inmates respect him because mm-hmm. when he goes back to his, like, his different room, right? Yeah. It's like solitary confinement. Yeah. 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 They're, like, applauding him. Mm-hmm. So, like, the inmates, the inmates have his respect. Yes. You know, so he, like he, he's a fucking badass, basically, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Right. And but the interesting part here, too, is that like in the very next scene after that, we see him where he's really calm, like he's really calm giving out tea. Yes. Yes. And this is like the introduction to a side character. Mm-hmm. It's this like real flamboyant inmate. Uh, he, like, he just comes in, dude. He's just fucking like smoking a cigarette yeah and, and he, he sees uh charlie or you know michael right michael. and he's like you got license for them guns mm-hmm. right? like something like that and it's mm-hmm. and he's like oh okay yeah and so like the thing is like they've they've made michael be so like fucking like brawling everybody and he's like a loose cannon uh-huh. but when he's serving tea he's fucking as calm as can be dude yeah and i think that's kind of like one of the motifs in this whole movie is that he does it really well where you never know what he's feeling because one yes. second he is completely calm and rational and then the next he snaps. Yeah. And you can almost kind of tell when he's going to snap because he's almost more calm. Mm-hmm. So you're always kind of guessing like is he putting on an act? Is he ready to snap? Because you don't know until he does. Yeah. So it's kind of crazy. Oh, it is, bro. Mm. And like I, I like the nice the the nice little detail they have here. So when this flamboyant inmate like tells him think he tells him something about the tea and like it kind of has this uh michael gets this like little tick about him and he's like he's trying to like hold back but he just mm. puts up his dukes yeah and it's like a bit of foreshadowing yeah right once you see like uh what happens later on mm. get to there a little later mm. but i think that's like like the fucking calmest we ever see him in the movie okay you know and then after that dude he says that fucking prison is brilliant Mm-hmm. so he goes from so let's go a little let's back up a little bit he, he when he gets into prison he's crying yes and then he says it's a hotel and now he's saying prison's brilliant mm-hmm. and you see him fucking violent as fuck bro yeah he's fucking fighting everybody he doesn't give a fuck and he says that he goes from prison to prison mm-hmm. and because of this unfortunately he goes into the fucking funny farm yeah and i put that in quotations man yep the mental hospital. Mm-hmm. And off the Batman, they don't fuck around, dude. The first thing you see in this mental hospital, you see a guy, a patient, a mental uh, patient, shitting uh, in his hands uh-huh. and smearing this shit all over him. His, his war face. paint, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta get a switch for that, brother. Oh. Yeah, that was an interesting scene to uh, mm-hmm. introduce him in there. A little fucking unnecessary, but... Yeah. I mean, I, I mean there are other ways you could have said that they were not all up there. But hey, shit in the hands and fucking <laughs> smearing all over the face. Yeah. Holy shit. And you oh, already... no pun intended. I didn't mean to say that, honestly. <laughs> and you could already tell that this place is different, right? Because yeah. uh, the the orderlies come in yep. and they're like, there's only one rule here. Or no, the, they say the first rule is you listen to what we say. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what's the second rule? And they're like, there's no fuck. This isn't prison. Yeah. And he's like, fuck off. And he fights them, dude. Well, they leave, right? They he, they just walk away. And he's like, all right, I'm going to go back to sleep. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But before that, actually, brother, when when uh, the guy smears the shit on his uh-huh. on his face, you see him just fighting just with the orderlies. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Okay, yeah he okay. just starts brawling mm-hmm. for no fucking reason, mm-hmm. dude. Yeah, yeah. So then it gets to that part where you're saying, like, mm-hmm. well, what's rule number two? Mm-hmm. And he says, well, there is no. You got to do what the fuck we tell you. Yep. And he gives him these meds. And he's like, I don't fuck off. I don't yeah, want these Yeah, I'm not going to take them, yeah. Yeah, which, hey, man, fuck. You don't know what the fuck they're giving you, <laughs> right? So they they all come in, dude, and then they inject it in his ass. Yeah. And this fucks him up, man. Yeah. He's, like, heavily sedated, uh-huh. man. And then, like, holy shit, dude. Like, I, I wonder what the fuck they gave him, dude, because, like, 
he he can't even he can barely like sit dude he's all slouching in this chair and yeah shit. And i want to say like it's something like lithium or something because he's like he's like drooling and shit yeah he's out of it uh -huh. man. he looks like a dog about to be put down dude mm -hmm. you know drooling and shit and then here's the introduction to uh a, a mental patient and I, I gotta say dude this dude looked fucking normal man he's just walking yeah. Doesn't look like he's like a loony. He's got his fucking uh, Mr. Rogers little coat on. Yeah. You know, that fucking ugly ass green one? Yeah. And I, I, my, my first, like when I first saw this guy, he goes, this guy's in a mental hospital. I go, he looks normal. Like there's nothing wrong with this fucking guy. Yeah. So he goes up to, to Char, uh, excuse me, Michael. Mm -hmm. um, and he, he brings up this like fucking like pedophile yeah. scenario where them two are with like a nine-year-old girl, I believe. Ugh. And this like, like fucking pisses off Michael. Yes. Right. And and but, but he's he, like drugged out, right? Yes, he's heavily sedated, so he can't do shit. So, uh, oh, and I like this um little detail. Maybe um it's up to like the viewer for this point, but like when uh this shit happens, right? Like I I can't tell if he's like trying to escape the mental institute because like um you have these like two orderlies, right? Yeah. Who are separated from from the patients uh -huh. and it looks like a jail cell yeah so it's like is he trying to leave the mental hospital or is he trying to go back to the cell which is jail i don't remember yeah because like because because of the pedophile scenario that he's given he gets pissed off by it mm -hmm. as fucked up as he is like all sedated with the meds yeah he knows like this is a fucked up place to be at so michael as fucked up as he is says i gotta get the fuck out of this place yeah so he comes out with this crazy fucking idea that he's going to murder this pedophile. Yeah. So that he goes back to jail for murder. Uh-huh. A fucked up plan, but hey, man, he does it. And and uh, while this is going on, man, um, it's a sin by the Pet Shop Boys is playing in the background. That's uh -huh. a badass song. Yeah, man. yeah. So you bet your ass I'm going to use that song for the, the Instagram story yeah, I when I say, post this one, dude. I like the soundtrack in this movie. Yeah, it's very good, man. I, I It's like um, the fucking music just... And then how like the loonies are all dancing to it and uh -huh. shit. Yep. And oh dude, it's 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 real fucking good. It was like one of my favorite scenes in the movie. Yeah. And and uh Michael even makes it to a point that he's gotta get the fuck out of this place because it's not a hotel. Yeah. So of course no fucking comfort there. And I think maybe they could have like cleaned this part up a little more because he starts to to go murder this fucking pedophile. Mm -hmm. Right? He strangles him. Yes. And I thought he fucking died. Like when I first saw the movie. It seems like it, but uh, they were able to revive him, I guess. Yeah. And then uh, it's because he's narrating. He says, not once did I fucking kill anybody. Yeah. Like not once. So I was like, what the fuck? He didn't die? No, he didn't. He didn't die. So he's not a murderer. Mm -hmm. Right. And then another thing about this scene is like, I thought it was a little fucking dumb that the orderlies were like really fucking late to come and help. You know, because like, like the, the place didn't look too big. Yeah, so, it so, didn't. so it's like, what the fuck do, are the orderlies like looking at then? Well, it was kind of like a like a like a basketball gym, right? Like in high school. Yeah, it looks like it. Yeah. So I think they assumed that he was so drugged out, um, and they they probably didn't really pay a lot of attention to to him at that point. So um, he managed to be pretty sneaky. I feel like, right? Yeah. And so it's kind of believable. Okay, cool. Just a little nitpick on my part. Okay, maybe. Maybe I'm looking into it a little too much. Mm. But because of this, man. Uh, oh, and I love this scene, too. It's when uh, he does, like, the reenactment, right? Mm -hmm. So his his plan fails. He doesn't kill the guy. So yeah. he's not allowed to go into jail for murder. No. So this is where he does, like, that half face thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love this scene because uh, you could have easily fucking, like, done a shot of, like, maybe him talking with, like, uh, like some person in court saying oh well you can't fucking mm -hmm. you can't but what happens is half of his face is that vaudeville yep right mm -hmm. and the other half is like a woman i believe because mm -hmm. he because his other half because he he turns half and half yep and then if you see it, his hand he's got like nails and shit yeah right and then like the the painted uh hair Mm -hmm. Looks kind of like a Karen haircut too. Well, it looks like a, like a 1920s like <laughs> yeah. bob cut or something. Yeah. Yeah, and the reason I what, what I like about this is like you could have made a boring scene out of him just talking back and forth with some like uh -huh. fucking court lady. Yep. But no, it's more of of at this point the vaudeville character. Yeah. That he's like, "No, 
because you fucked up, you're getting 26 years of solitary confinement. Yeah. 26 fucking years and you never killed anyone, dude. Yeah. Uh, I, I know what he, it's attempted, so it's fucked up. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a lot for like... Well, I, I think know? they kind of glossed over it. I don't think he got 26 years just for that one act, mm-hmm. but I think they kind of just said like, okay, he's still acting bad, so it just kind of snowballed into eventually being 26 years of solitary. Yeah. Like, like, like you didn't learn your lesson type of thing? Yeah, like he... Clearly he keeps you know stirring mm-hmm. the pot right so oh, yeah. it's just one thing after another so they, they kind of just kind of mesh that in of like what well, it it spiraled into 26 years of yeah. solitary and here's another thing too bro it's like um he was already fucked up to begin with mm-hmm. being in jail you know mm-hmm. but it wasn't until they put him into that mental asylum where he i think he fucking got even worse yeah like if if uh like he he's in jail for like fighting and robbing and shit like that, not yep. for murder or anything yep. like that. So if he wasn't in the mental asylum, murder would have never really been on his radar. Yeah. So the oh excuse me, there we go. Oh, there's the burp. There's the weekly burp right there. Another swig for the good man. <laughs> hmm. So the mental asylum made him fucking worse, man. Yes. Than he already was. Yeah. Brutal shit right there, man. So because of this, they move him to a new prison. Mm-hmm. And this is oh shit. This this made me laugh dude cuz this is like the part where he goes like on the roof and he protests, yes. right? Yep. And uh I think they could have like done a better job here making him at least make it look that he fucking sneaked up somehow, but they just have him showed up there like on the roof with other people. Well, I think, you know, I could be wrong, but I think this was, that was actual clips of the real person. Yes, that's mm. the real mm. fucking clips of it. Yes. Did my research on it, bro. Yeah, that's what I figured. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they could have at least fucking had him. It's like, how did he escape? Yeah. How the fuck did he get up there? How did he get all these people? I don't think know? that part was so much important. They were just kind of doing like a montage, right? Because mm-hmm. it's only a two-hour movie, right? Not even, bro. It's like an hour 30. Okay. So yeah. um, they kind of just montage it to say that he was continually a problem, even despite the best efforts of Britain to you know, put him in the mental hospital and stuff. So he's still you know, rioted and stuff. So that's when they, they kind of put the clips in about like what really happened. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just another nit- nitpick on my part. Okay. You know how I am. <laughs> and because of this, bro, fucking like, I think they say like fucking thousands of dollars in, in pounds, right? Yeah, he's, he says like, I, or was wa- it millions, dude? It was a lot. Cause he says, Shit sounds on. he says, I wanted to be the most violent prisoner. But then they took that away from me, and now I was the the most expensive prisoner. Yeah, and that's what got him, you know, to be declared sane. Sane, and mm-hmm. because of this, bro, somehow he gets fucking released. Yeah, like like in what fucking world does that make sense, dude? I mean, I, this was what the seventies. Yeah, so um, I, it might be a little sixties. No, no, se- after seventies because eighties. Like, oh, be- yeah. because in seventy four he got married, right? Okay. So, so oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so this is like, but. You're right. That, I think it regardless is Regardless of the year, dude, like mm-hmm. that's just, that's insane <laughs> that they let him go. Not well, that he was declared saying, all right, let's let him fucking go. Well, yeah, I think because they, they, they moved, they, he went through all the prisons yeah. that like progressively got worse. And then they put him in the funny farm, which was even worse. And even he's, fucking. And he's still like, they couldn't get rid of him. So I think they finally were just like, all right, let's just let him go. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, think of that, dude. You got to be that fucking crazy just yeah. for a jail. Did you say, fuck it, let him go? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> like, jail is specifically for people like you, man. But you're so fucked that we're going to let you go back out there. Gee. Like, that's fucking crazy, dude. Yeah, yeah. It's like, like send this fucking, send this animal back to the jungle. Gee. You know? He was too crazy for the jungle, man. Yeah. And then after this, he gets he gets picked up by his parents. It's like this really awkward yeah. fucking situation with them. Like, uh, like, his parents, especially the dad. The dad is like, yeah, I don't really want to talk to you. I feel really weird around well, you. Well, this but- is the first time we see the dad, right? We've seen the mom before. Yeah. And she's always been super supportive. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, the mom's talking with him most of the time. Uh-huh. It's it's not much dialogue, but she yeah. at least makes an effort to talk to him. The dad wants like no part of yeah yeah part yeah. of him and shit. Yeah, he's just and, there. And this is the introduction to Uncle Jack, which he says that uh, he needs to go to Luton, which I don't know what the fuck Luton was. I thought Luton was another prison. It could be. It's a city, right? It's a city. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, and that's where he meets Uncle Jack. Yes. This is also the introduction of Allison, mm-hmm. which is the woman that the whole time, like when Allison was there, 
she seemed like she wasn't even interested. She even like talked shit about him about his mustache. Yeah. And shit like that. You know, she even said like uh, like your mustache looks like a like rug, a fanny. Right? A oh, fanny. There you go, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey man. And like this motherfucker's a loose cannon, so it's like damn. Yeah, I was gonna say th- this was a, a really good scene to illustrate how like you don't know if he's gonna flip out. Mm-hmm. Cause I kind of I was kind of expecting him to like he was like on edge the whole time, but he was really polite. Because yeah. they give him the drink. Remember, like, the fancy The drink. cocktail, yes. Mm-hmm. And he's just kind of sitting there. It looks like he's about to snap, but he never does. Uh, he's just there with Uncle Jack. And it looks like they're, like, in some kind of, like, weird, like... Like a prostitution ring, maybe? Yeah. Like, yeah, some right? kind of weird... There's a lot of, like, uh, cross-dressers, right? Yeah. And it's kind of like a weird house, I guess. It is. Uh, yeah, I got I got the same... Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, the same shit, man. Mm-hmm. And uh, shortly after he meets all these people uh he reunites with the flamboyant yes. prison inmate mm. I, I didn't even catch his name in this fucking movie dude mm. like they don't really say anything but yeah. but uh the he flam- just says my I, I met up with a friend right yeah prison. yeah the flamboyant one that we mentioned that where he was really calming to gave him yeah. the tea mm-hmm. yeah and he put up his dukes right that's what i yeah i mentioned for a little bit of foreshadowing and when they meet up he says uh i can get you i can promise you a lot of money to be a bare knuckle uh, fighter. Yeah. So this is where I said the foreshadowing when he was putting up his dukes when he was real calm, but uh-huh. he was like, he gave him a little tick, you know, yeah. in jail yeah. with the T. Yeah. And stuff like that. So it's like, okay, but on the condition, you got to you gotta get rid of your name. Michael mm-hmm. Peterson is not like a name for a bare knuckle fighter. Mm-hmm. So they fuck around with some names, you know, Charlton Heston. That's the gentleman that was in Planet of the Apes, right, bro? Or yes. Am I, yep. Yeah, right? No, you're right. Yeah. Heston, yeah. And, and Ten um, Commandments, if any of you mm, religious yes. people out there. Yes, fuck you. Very good, brother. <laughs> yes. And so he said Charlie Bronson, right? Because mm-hmm. of the actor Charles Bronson. Yeah, Death Wish. Yes. And the name fits him, bro, because like honestly, when I heard about this movie, Charles Bronson, I watched this movie. I didn't even know Char- Charlie Bronson or was like an actor. Oh, really? Really, dude. Yeah. Hmm. It wasn't until afterwards I had to check out his shit because of this <laughs> movie, dude. Yeah. <laughs> so this is just like thinking of me like... uh like, all right, I thought he was like the real Charlie Bronson, dude. Mm, yeah. Okay. But uh, I will say this about like some of the scenes about in Luton when he's meeting Uncle Jack, uh-huh. that these scenes, they drag on. I yeah. th- I feel like it's a lot of like uh, silence and shit like that. Mm-hmm. But I will say it's filmed fucking like well done, man. Okay. The, like, and this goes back to my time in filmography with like uh, these shots are fucking great, man. They do drag on, but like just the scenes of of Bronson just walking, just walking. Okay. They are fucking great shots, man. Yeah. So if anybody out there, photographers, any of that good shit, check out some of these uh clips where like Bronson's just walking. There's no nothing. He's just walking. You'll appreciate these fucking shots, man. You got my word, man. Yeah, and I feel like this part was kind of supposed to drag because mm-hmm. it's outside of his character. This is the only period in the movie where he's not a psychopath. Or at least tries not to be, right? I mean, right. He, he's got his underground boxing rings where he's like beating people up, but uh, yeah. for, the, for the most part, he's trying to live a normal life. Mm-hmm. So yeah. But this is the only way he can like kind of like get money because like you know how he refused to do shit mm-hmm. in the prison. Yeah. Because this guy's a fighter. He's a brawler. Yeah. So he starts boxing or bare knuckle fighting, right? Yeah. And he gets shit pay. Mm-hmm. Like, and the thing is, like, the first guy he fucks up is some old guy. Oh yeah, and he yeah. even pisses on him, dude. Yeah, I and he only that, yeah. he only gets like twenty dollars or uh-huh. twenty pounds. My yeah. bad, because they're in England, you know. Yeah, yeah. And so he's like uh, the flamboyant in me. He says, he goes, because he, he's like complaining twenty mm, fucking yeah. pounds, and he's like, he's like, you fucked up a gypsy, an yeah. old gypsy. You're <laughs> yeah. not gonna get this much. So what he suggests is like, I'm gonna start fighting two fucking guys at once to get mm-hmm. more money. Yeah, because he's he's real fucking like disappointed with the. Because he got promised a lot of money, mm-hmm. be, and he's not getting shit. Yeah. Now, now he's having to fight multiple guys at once. He handles the shit, mm-hmm. and he even goes as far that he starts fighting dogs, dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which fuck, it fucking sucks, dude. Like, yeah, yeah. If, if you're a dog lover out there, there's a little scene you don't really see shit. You just see the dog like mm-hmm. fucking going up there, and yeah, yeah. But the thing is, he fought dogs. This yeah. is how fucking desperate he was for money. Yeah. Fighting dogs, and did you say, brother, that you uh? 
You read up on some of these times when he fought the dogs? Yeah. Uh, he said that, you know, I even fought a dog and I killed a dog one time. Shit. He says, I wasn't proud of it because I'm an animal lover. <laughs> I was like, God damn, dude. He has mercy what? for animals, but not humans. Huh? He said, mm. fuck humans. Well, I guess, yeah, he killed the dog, so. Hey, man. Man versus beast, I guess. Hey, man, for <laughs> money, you, you, you need money. Yeah. Yeah. So shortly after this, brother, I, I did mention Allison mm -hmm. was the woman that, uh, was making fun of his mustache and shit. Yeah. Like that. Well, they were hooking up too, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like he he falls for her, mm -hmm. and he like straight up tells her like, "Hey, I love you." Yep. Uh, but it's like their their interactions are very awkward, man. Mm -hmm. Where it's like, like damn, it's it's so fucking awkward. I was almost it was almost comical to me. Yeah. You know, and so he said she tells him. Uh, like, hey, I have a boyfriend. His name's yeah. Brian. <laughs> yeah, Brian. So it's like, what is this hoe doing with him then? Yeah, it, it they don't really explain that much, right? Yeah, and like, then Brian never gets brought up in this fucking movie. Uh huh. Yeah, but like Bronson doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. So what he does, he goes out and he steals a fucking engagement ring from this jewelry store. Uh huh. Comes oh, and then he tells like the people there, don't call the cops. Wait ten minutes. Mm -hmm. And he goes, actually, you wait fifteen, 15 minutes. minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Sure enough, she fucking does, right? <laughs> but then he takes this fucking engagement ring and proposes. Uh -huh. But like the proposal is really like, like fucking like mediocre because he doesn't even get down on one knee. He just says, I want to marry you. Mm -hmm. It's just really fucking awkward, like I mentioned, you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And she declines. She yeah, says, She's already engaged. She's right? already engaged to Brian. Mm -hmm. So they break up. But like that part was already crazy because I was like, Well, I I'm watching this shit. And it's like, Oh, surely he's going to fucking kill her. This guy's mm. crazy. But no, it no. doesn't. He's like, actually, he takes it very well. And yeah. He's calm. Yeah. Which goes back to the fucking character, bro, that you don't know what the fuck he's going to do. Yeah. I think he says, like, in the beginning, you know, I'm not a murderer, right? I have my principles. Mm -hmm. And I think this is kind of one of those scenes where he illustrates it. Where, yeah. like, you, we wouldn't have been surprised if he decided to kill her. But, not at all. Uh, you know, he took it in stride. Like he said, he was like, all right, okay. Totally yeah. understand. And then he goes back to jail. Yeah, he's he's arrested because the lady he told, hey, you wait 10 minutes, actually mm -hmm. make it 15. Yeah. Sure enough, in 15 fucking minutes, exactly. Yeah. She notifies the cops. Uh, they find him shortly thereafter. Yeah, he says it doesn't even take the cops 15 minutes after that to find me, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and because of this, bro, only 69 days of freedom. That's it. Yeah, I thought it was longer, but yeah, it was only 69. They made it seem it was mm -hmm. longer, right, bro? Mm -hmm. Yeah, they did. Um, And then, so he's back in jail, bro. And then we cut to... What is easily the funniest fucking scene in this movie, man. It's where this uh uh Bronson's in his cell or excuse me, the confinement area, you know? Mm -hmm. And this librarian walks in. Which I gotta say, bro, like the librarian comes in, dude, and he's just like like no fucking precaution whatsoever. Oh, yeah, yeah. He got it comfortable, yep. Yeah, and it's like, okay, dude, you do realize you're going into fucking Charlie Bronson's like fucking uh -huh. Thing. He's just like, like, hey, can I get you a book? Can I do this? Mm. And he just gets up, fucking clocks the door. He even says, I'm going to fuck this guy up, you know? <laughs> right? And then, like, this this is, like, the funniest fucking part of the movie, dude. Yeah. It's like, man, and at this point, dude, Bronson's fucking intense, brother. Yeah. He's intense, man. Like, at a flip of a coin, right? He's just all crazy. Yeah. Mm. And then he just, uh, he just starts stripping, dude. Mm. And I found it fucking hilarious, dude, that when... Uh, he starts stripping and shit. He picks up his pillow and he's got a fucking stick of butter. Mm. Like that's that's <laughs> random as fuck, huh? Yeah, I thought it was funny too because, like you say, like he he's like he's calm, but he's also he's clearly crazy because he's yes. like he's like go sit down, not down, you fucking cunt. Yeah, <laughs> and then same very like, good. Yeah, yeah. Then, then when he puts the butter on him, he's like, I put it on my legs, put it not on my ass, you cunt. Yeah. <laughs> so like the reason he wants him to get buttered is so yeah. that because he knows he's he like he like accepts his fate. He's yeah, like, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna do something that are gonna make these motherfuckers come to me. Yeah. So yeah. you're going to butter me up, so mm. I get. I get fucking oily and they can't get a grasp of me. <laughs> yeah. But the part that makes me laugh fucking hard, man, is like, so he strips down, man. Mm -hmm. And you see everything, bro. Yeah. He's fucking it. You see all of them. Yep, yep. Every fucking bit. Mm -hmm. And he so and he says, all right, butter me up. Like you said, dude. He's like, put it all, all over my ass. In my, not in my asshole, yeah. on my ass. <laughs> yeah. And he goes like, quicker, quicker, quicker. <laughs> shut the fuck up. Sit down in the corner, cunt. Yeah. And dude, like this scene was fucking hilarious bro it was like damn he's fucking intense in this shit yeah uh, uh i put it on my notes bro funny fucking scene hilarious fucking intense bro yeah and what made it uh funny to me too is that he actually laughs a little bit too because mm. he, he asked the librarian like what's your name and he's like love 
love <laughs> he fucking he laughs he's like love yeah he's like andy love oh andy love <laughs> you know like so yeah dude he's he's crazy he's intense but then he also laughs because of his last name yeah 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 and shit so yeah and then the thing is like the guards come in right mm -hmm. but the buttering doesn't even fucking work it like they fucking grab him pretty easily. Yeah. Yeah. Easy, uh, easy for me to say, like, four motherfuckers come in and grab yeah. him. Yeah. But not before you can punch one of them. Mm. You know? So good shit right there, man. Tom Hardy fucking nailed this scene, man. Yeah. It's fucking great. I'll say this, brother. Like, I don't think there's one bad scene in acting from Tom Hardy in this fucking yeah, movie. Yeah, I'll agree with not that. Not fucking one, dude. I will agree. Not one weak spot. Everything is fucking consistent, solid as fuck. Mm -hmm. Fucking amazing shit right here, man. So then we go into... um the scene now where uh this is where he starts getting like really calm because yeah. he finds an interest in art mm -hmm. right so he's like coloring he's using crayons uh he's like a talented artist man yeah and he's very calm and uh so this is the introduction of his um of his art teacher uh i forget his first name but they, they went on by just calling him danielson okay you know um danielson's is like fucking he wants to learn Spanish. He's dancing yeah. up the steps. Yeah, he's, he's like he's a very interesting fellow. Yeah, uh, he's uh, I, I would say a little flamboyant as well too. Yeah, I was gonna say that. Yeah, and because of these paintings that that Bronson's like, uh, he's drawing and shit like that. Uh -huh. He's like really encouraged because it's like the first time you see that he's actually like progressing as an inmate uh -huh. to being like really calm and shit yep however his fucking paintings are pretty vulgar dude right yeah like, i think one of the fucking paintings that i saw if i if i could like just go back and like see the movie again uh -huh. it was i think he was like shooting some of the fucking meds into another another like guard oh shit i don't think i paid that close attention yeah okay uh, it, it was real quick because you don't get to see too much of it mm. it's just for like what i saw but yeah it's like um He's expressing himself artistically, but they're fucking vulgar. Yeah, these, I was these pictures. I was gonna say the, one of the most intense scenes for me is when, after we see this scene where he's doing the art and he's doing good, when he goes and meets the governor, uh, right? the warden, right? Yeah. Well, he's he's holding that like uh, it's like a rolled up painting. Mm -hmm. Oh yes. But he's like so intense. He's quiet. He's got those shades on. Those yeah. Those weird, I'm like, glad you brought up those shades, bro. Because yeah. Um, because like that's if you google uh Char charlie bronson dude uh -huh. you're gonna see him with those shades okay right those shades um any dragon ball z fans out there <laughs> fucking king kai uh, okay king kai has the same fucking shades as him but you're right bro like just the image of him with the shades because mm -hmm. him not doing shit yeah, just he, staring. he's like super intense and like mm -hmm. quiet and then the the artist guy is like oh he's been doing so good he made a painting for you and mm -hmm. he tries to take it out of his hand yeah. he's, he's just holding on to yeah. it with like a death grip and you're like is he gonna but is he about to flip right now but no he doesn't right he doesn't mm -hmm. and then the warden doesn't even want to see the picture yeah he's like give it to this guy and Bennett, i'll, I'll yeah. look at it later yeah <laughs> yeah and then like shortly after that's when they tell him like hey this art room's closing down mm -hmm. dude, that's like the worst fucking thing you could that could have happened to him yeah. because he was actually calm dude yeah yeah it's like did they not want him to fucking be calm and be a good prisoner. I feel like they're probably fucking with him, right? Right, dude. Mm. And it's like, why are you fucking with him now if he's fucking showing progress? <laughs> yeah, they kind of asked for it, but it's like it's unfortunate for Danielson though because like he he was nothing but like an encouraging person. Yeah, to him. super supportive. Yep. Yeah, very supportive and shit. And pissed off about that, he fucking holds him hostage, dude. Yeah. And yeah, it gets to that scene where he. He's he he fucking strips again. He's naked. Mm -hmm. He colors himself in all black. Yep. And he like ties up Danielson, mm -hmm. puts a fucking apple in his mouth. He paints his face, paints right? Paints his face, everything. Super creepy, yeah. Uh nice little detail that he's 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 fucking had it, man. Like he he like starts crying and then mm -hmm. the, the paint starts like fucking yeah. shedding the white color. Yeah. Nice like little yep. fucking detail there. Mm -hmm. And like it like again, bro, this drag this scene kind of drags a little bit for me. It does. Dude. It does. And it's like just scenes. It's like, all right, are we going to, are we picking up? What are we doing? It's just a lot of awkward silences. Well, I think and... that was good too. Cause it, it was a very long scene. You're awkward for a mm -hmm. while there. And then, uh, again, at the very end of it, he snaps. Mm -hmm. He's like, all right, he's had enough. Come yeah. in, come in now. You know? And then that's when they come in and beat the shit out of him. Right. Yeah. And that's basically like, that's like the end, the right? The ending of this mm -hmm. movie. Cause like he tells the guards, like, come get this fucking guy. He's had enough. Yeah, yeah. And he knows he's about to get into another fucking uh -huh. car, Right? And that's exactly what happens. I like the the slow motion there where mm -hmm. they come in. They mm -hmm. fuck him up. Yeah. 
And uh, <laughs> I mean, how fitting is it that they fucking end the movie basically on a brawl? Right? Yeah. But here's another thing, dude, is like they fuck him up, right? Mm-hmm. In slow motion and shit. They fuck him up and then they put him in this, like, they say solitary confinement and he's like in a cell where he can actually like, walk around. Mm-hmm. This fucking thing was, he can't even fucking move yeah, in Yeah, it's like, shit, a, dude. like a two by two almost. Yeah. Or like a four by four. Fucking... And, he, and he's battered, beaten mm-hmm. to shit, fucking bloody everywhere. Yeah. He can't even fucking move. End fucking of the movie and they yeah. fucking tell you Charlie Bronson was never released from prison. And he still hasn't. He just recently got denied parole last month. Damn, brother. 70 years old, yep. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I did read up on this part, though, mm-hmm. that Charlie Bronson himself watched the movie, mm-hmm. and he said it was a good depiction. Mm-hmm. That's good. So if the man himself says that it was good and it was, like, consistent, then, fuck, we can't knock this fucking movie, dude. Yeah. Right? And and that's the end of the movie, dude. Like, he gets beaten to shit. Like, you knew it was kind of, it was going to end like that anyways. Yeah. You know, but again, man, a fucking masterful performance. When the movie was over, I said, fuck, dude, I had never seen, I had seen Tom Hardy in Inception. And then this was the movie I did right away. I got to watch more of this shit. Mm. I was not disappointed with any of the other stuff. I have not seen a bad movie from Tom Hardy. Okay. Yeah. And, and I will say, I never watched Venom <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> because I, I knew it was going to be bad. I, sometimes you can just fucking tell some movies aren't going to be good. Yeah. So I was like, I'm not going to watch a fucked up movie with shady reviews for one of my favorite actors. Okay. I'm just not going to do it. Fair enough. And so that is the fucking ending, bro. So overall, brother, what are your impressions of this fucking film, dude? Ah, man, there was a lot to take in. Um, just from the get-go, they have an interesting setup where he's on the theater. Yeah. Uh, talking to the audience because that's kind of where he's narrating his life story. Um, it was... It was, I thought it was a very interesting movie, the way they laid it out. And they told this story in a very well-laid-out way. I was never really confused about what happened. Right. They, they gloss over the parts that weren't that important. Like, mm-hmm. we find out that his wife and kid, you know, we learn about them for, like, two minutes. Yeah. Right? And but never they get, never get brought never, up. To, they, never again, right? Because it's not about them. It's about mm-hmm. him. Yeah, like it's his about him. in prison and shit. Yeah, and all that shit. And... uh they do or tom hardy does a really good job of portraying that psychopathy of Mm -hmm. just on a dime like he's he's crazy but it's like almost like a controlled chaos yeah and that was really well done i think great observation bro Mm -hmm. you're fucking absolutely right with yeah this guy's not crazy just to be crazy he's got his principles like he says yeah fuck yeah man Mm -hmm. so for those of you out there man if you enjoyed tom hardy uh, in in this movie, there are some movies we're gonna bring up that you should go out of your way to check them out. All right, so let's get into Tom Hardy's other work. All right, I already mentioned Inception, great fucking movie. You need we need to make time to watch that fucking movie, brother. Yeah, yeah he it's, was, it's he was a big great one. in that. Uh, one of the movies after I watched this one that I I was like, all right, I got to check out more of this guy's stuff. Uh, it's a Guy Ritchie film called Rock and Roller. Oh, you know, I've seen parts of that movie and it was pretty good. Yeah. I had a he's, friend that uh, loved that movie. Yeah, he's a side character. Uh-huh. Um, but you know what you're going to get with Guy Ritchie films. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, just a lot of like mob shit, mm-hmm. stuff like that. So please go out of your way and check out Rock and Rolla. I won't get into any much of what he's what he's all about because he's, he's a different character in this one, mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> you know, to say the least. But yeah. check Rock and Rolla out. That's a great fucking movie. Um, the next one I'm going to bring up is a movie called Lock. Okay. Have you heard of this one, bro? Uh, it sounds familiar, but I can't okay, say if so I've seen it. Before anybody goes out of the way and check this movie out, let me just give you like somewhat of a fucking warning of this movie. It's not a fucked up movie at all. It's a lot of people say this movie's fucking boring because okay. all it is, is is Tom Hardy driving. That's it, bro. Hmm. He's the only character in this fucking movie. It's just him driving, having a conversation for an hour, 30 minutes or whatever. Okay. Right. So uh, I'll just give you like a, a brief premise. Uh, he cheats on his wife, right? Okay. So he has to drive to another town in England uh, for the birth of his kid, that of the chick he cheated on. Oh, the okay. Yeah. So he's lying. So the conversations, he's having different conversations in his car with different people. Okay. Yeah. That's all it is. That's the pre- whole fucking premise of the movie. Hmm? So it's just him talking with other people. That's all it is. People will say it's fucking boring. 
but I appreciated this film. It's not easy to do. Um, there are a lot of long continuous shots which gives the fucking amazing talent that Tom Hardy is. Uh, if you would like, go out of your way, check out Locke. I believe it's on Netflix. L-O-C-K-E. I'll have, to, I'll have to check that out. Yep. Do you have a Tom Hardy uh, film, brother, that you'd like to recommend? Because yeah. I got one more. Nothing's jumping to me right now. Like, mm -hmm. I remember we were talking about Tom Hardy movies, and I was like, ah, you know, I know the name, but I don't think I've really seen a whole lot, you mm -hmm. know? I think this is the first, you know, Tom oh, you, Hardy. You checked out The Revenant, right? Yes, I did see The Revenant. And, he was a badass in that. And I did see, uh, was it 1917? Or, was he or in Dunkirk, the... I'm Dunkirk. sorry. Dunkirk, there we go. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah I got confused. Okay. I have not watched, I, dude, Christopher Nolan's one of my favorite directors. I have not gone out of my way to check out Dunkirk yet, man. Okay. Yeah, and that's even with him coming out with another new movie pretty mm -hmm. soon. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the last film I'm going to bring up for Tom Hardy. Um, I'm sure all of you have watched it already. But I just want to tell you guys my experience watching this film. I watched it in theaters, and that's Mad Max Fury Road. Mm. This movie was fucking dope, man. If you did not watch this in the theater, you fucked up. <laughs> I fucked Cause, up. Because th <laughs> this movie was filled with so much fucking action. Like, this is how fucking action-filled this movie was, bro. So I was... In the theater, there was only maybe four people. Okay. Me, the, me being there with a buddy of mine. Okay. Right? This movie was just fucking action, 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 action. And then like a little more than halfway through the movie, it finally, the action finally dies down. Yeah. And then I look down and I go, oh shit, I have popcorn, huh? <laughs> and I never gave a fuck about my popcorn, dude. <laughs> like I, my fucking eyes were glued to that fucking screen. Okay. So this movie with, with, uh, it's, it's like a theater experience. You need to witness the big screen, the fucking sound effects, everything. Mm. If you did not, you fucked. Up. It does not do it justice if you watch it on FX with commercial breaks and shit. Yeah. And Tom Hardy was fucking great in that. So go out of your way and check out Mad Max Fury Road. Mm. And lastly, I'm going to bring up the director here, Thomas Vinding Refn. Uh, I only, uh, I've only seen another movie of his. It's a movie called Drive, starting Ryan Gosling. Oh, I love that movie. Yeah, he directed that one, bro. Yeah, I feel like we should. That would be a good one for us Ooh, to review. That would be, huh? It's one of my favorites. Fucking fantastic film, mm. man. So, yeah, that's going to be the other work for them. Mm -hmm. And, well, brother, I think it's time we give it that ranking. Oh, yeah. What do you say? Yeah, let's do it, man. Let's do it, brother. You want to go first or me? I will go first this time since do I it, went bro. first of the beer. Um, <laughs> okay. So, this movie I've been meaning to watch for a while, you know, as most of these movies go. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say that this one kept my interest from when I first started playing it. I'm going to give it. A seven and a half. Nice. Bro. It's not quite elite for me. Right. Um, but that's probably because I've only watched it one time. Mm -hmm. The more I watch it, I feel like it'll grow on me. But for a first time showing, I felt that it was really solid. And uh I I really enjoyed it. So seven point five. Not quite elite, but there's room to grow on this one. Yeah, absolutely, brother. Can't uh can't say anything wrong with that opinion, man. Mm -hmm. Uh for me overall. Um, I mean, an absolutely fucking brilliant performance from Tom Hardy. Uh, I don't know if he got nominated for anything, not even an Oscar or a fucking a Golden Globe. Mm -hmm. um, if he did, man, he he should have gotten at least one nomination. I don't know about a winner. Uh -huh. I mean, he anchored this fucking role. I could yeah. not imagine anybody else besides Tom Hardy playing this fucking yeah. character. Yeah. Um, I, do, I will say that the scenes, some of the scenes did drag a little for my liking. Uh -huh. um, however, it's still it was still very well shot. It's an easy watch with a runtime of only an hour and 30 minutes, maybe. Mm -hmm. It might be even a little shorter than that. But overall, I'm also going to give it a seven and a half stars mm -hmm. okay. out of 10, man. Right. It is. And I've seen this movie a good four or five times. Yeah. So I, I know what I'm getting with this already. Okay. And uh, yeah, it still hasn't really changed. Not quite elite, but it's almost there. Yeah. And if it wasn't Tom Hardy, this fucking uh -oh. movie would would have been yeah. uh, like, you know. Who would have cared, right? <laughs> exactly. And... Yeah, and this made me, uh, I already said, like, Inception, like, I was a fan of his because of that movie. This one made me be an even bigger fan mm. of his. And for those of you out there, please check out this fucking movie because Tom Hardy, you need it. I don't think there's any other movies that he, where he's this fucking intense yeah. and just so different. Mm -hmm. And it shows how much range he has as a fucking actor that he is, man. He is fucking awesome. Yeah, he carries this whole movie, man. He goes through all of it. All of it, man. Mm -hmm. And yeah, man, and then, 
What do you say, brother? I think we, we end it right there, right? Yeah, let's wrap it up, man. Let's wrap it up, brother. And thank you all so very much for joining us, taking time out of your busy day. Uh, always remember to be kind to one another. Much love to all of you. Bottoms up. And peace, everyone. Mwah. See you later. listen us to the very end please join us next week as we review a dark comedy film that movie is god bless america film directed by bobcat goldwith of all people <laughs> so please go out of your way watch the movie and then join us for the discussion portion of the show love to all and bottoms up